peace, world. Samir, hey, crack. Back on the scene, crispy, clean. Hey, crack after hours. And I know as it relates to this podcast, I'm like that bad uncle who promises he's going to pick you up to take you to the park on Saturday. And you don't see him till like a month later. I'm sorry. I've come bearing gifts, though. Just like that same bad uncle. This time around, I linked up with Trouble. For those who don't know Trouble's backstory, he's one of the illest dudes out of Zone 6. And he got a brand new project out right now called Edgewood. And this man's backstory is pretty incredible. And when he came through, Trouble was pretty much an open book. And we talked about everything. So sit back, relax, let your mind be free. You are now rocking with Head Crack after hours. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Head Crack's Hip Hop Spot. Is a man who's making a lot of waves out here in these streets. He got a brand new project that is out. It is called Edgewood. And uh, Edgewood, the movie's coming out next week. I'm definitely here for that. Hey. Make some noise one time for Trouble. Trouble, Trouble, Bay. Yeah, I'm in the building. You know, they don't even know too much about that movie. I ain't even, I ain't even really... Gave him too much on that end. I was showing him different footage. Yeah, yeah, but I ain't say nothing about it. Cause I, like, I ain't even, I wouldn't even give him on the project until just like last week. I go on to let him know, like, all right, I'm finna have someone coming. Cause at first, I was just gonna slap him on across the mouth with him and just drop it on that. <laughs> I'm like, they get to it, man. But we've been working hard, like, especially like over the last, over the last two years, we've been locked. Cause that actually when me and Mike first started building up on the Edward uh, project, I had to. Actually, get up out my comfort zone. Cause I hate going to Tree Sound Studio. It's so far. It's, it's so it's far a away. And I love everybody over there. Molly, Groove, yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, no, they definitely good people out there. You feel me? And like at one point in time, she was like, Troy, you can come out here, GP, just out of love. Like, come rocking with you. Like, but I was like, man, I can't take that drive. Like, yeah, I been undosed and swerved all through the straightaway. Yeah, it be over yeah, with for man. the school. You be waking up seeing me on the news. So, you know what I mean? Lord willing, that ain't having about no nothing. But I just stepped out. Like, let's do it. So me and Mike actually went out there. We we got the project knocked out probably in like two, three weeks, like truthfully. But I just love recording and making music too, though. So we just kept it going and just kept building. I can't tell you how many times we changed the track list for Edward because I was just making so much crazy music. Yo, and, and Mike Will Made It is one of those geniuses that I don't even really feel like gets like all the props he deserves for mm. what he does. He has a special ear. For sure, you know, whether sure. it's working with a guy like you, whether yeah. it's working with Ray Strummer, whether it's working with Ears to the Street, whether it's even working with somebody yeah. like Miley Cyrus. Yeah, for sure. He has his thumb on the pulse in a certain way where the streets Perry, connect the with it and it goes that. pop sometimes. Yeah, but Mike, Mike, like one of them do, like you say, he definitely don't, don't feel like he get the credit he deserved with them thing, but I mean, it was just like your B-roll still rolling, you feel me? You be able to take care of your family, so it's like for, for, for different people to each his own, I guess, like which is more important, like the fame or... You just being able to handle your business as long as it coming through on them back ends, you know? Yeah. But like Mike, one of them dudes, like Mike had them been on my case, like truth be told, Mike been on my case like since I first came in the game, bro. Like we used to be there day for day, like me and him in future. It was just like that. Like he was just always on me, but I wasn't taking the music too serious about that. Like, you know, you're running through so many walls and so many trials in it. Like I wasn't really knowing the game. So I, I would flake straight on out of it. Like, man, I'm finna go to the hood, man. I'm not. You're like, nah, Troy, you gotta load up. Then future be telling you, like, bro, I just make way more music than you. Like, I stay buried in yo, you be jumping in the street. And that's what it turned into, you know what I'm saying? So I started seeing that I was able to see. I guess I just needed to see, like, that it could really happen, like, it was really possible. So right. when I seen what the level that they started going with it, like, from the back end, I might be in the hood and I'm seeing, like, Mike, we already going crazy doing Katy Perry song. You know, they doing Miley Cyrus, like Future done blowed all the way on out the water. I'm like, oh, maybe I need to bury myself back in the yo for a minute. <laughs> and he actually ended up coming back to the A and called me out the, out the weed one day like, Troy, like, what you on? I was like, you like, you ain't been going in? I was like, 
ain't hearing nothing, man. He was like, man, you supposed to been out of here school. He was like, you got the streets. Like, the lady love you, bro. Like, you make the dopest music, bro. You supposed to been out of here. Like, I'm really, like, I'm with you, bro. I'm ready to stand all the way behind it. Like, come out here to Tree Sound. That when Tree Sound came back up out, man. Yeah. But I was like, damn, that's something that I ain't did yet. So let me try something different and see how this going to go. So I pushed on out there with the bros, and it really started going from there. But he always been on my case, like, too bad, just over pushing me. So if you was to, like, log how many years you put in to the overall artistry, off and yeah. on, how long would you say you've been at it? Really since I came home. Like, I went away. I caught, I caught, I caught my case in, what, uh, 2000, 2007. Okay. And I went away in uh, the end of 2008. I came back 2011. So soon as, like, before I came home, I used to be talking to my OG behind the wall, and they just like, what you going to be on, bro? You still bullshitting or you got down? Or you going to go hard with the music for real, bro? Because, like, the folk ready for it. And, like, and they're young and they need you out here. For real, for real, like if I just fought for the message and how you gonna give it to him. So I'm like, man, let's do it, bro. So when I came home, that's how me and my manager, White Boy D, even ended up linking up. He was working with Ali at the time. So soon I came to Fat Man Spot, he used to always just let us lock in. Like I met them dudes and I was like, let's get in the studio. I went straight to the booth, my first day home. Yeah. And we went straight in there. I just started going crazy. And White Boy D was smelling where I was coming from. He like, man, we need, we we can go brazy together. Like, let's load up. You feel me? So, and I just felt like it was genuine from home. So that when we started working with it. So I say from 2011 all the way up to this point. But of course, it was on and off from some different point because I just was getting real frustrated with the game and the way things were going, the way folk were playing. You know what I'm saying? So I I would take a year off. I take six months. You know, and then I get right back to it. But Zay Zay Tovin, shout out Zay Tovin for a minute too. That's 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 one of my loves right there. Like, Zay Tovin? Yeah, Zay Yo, Tovin. Such that's, a solid that's my, dude. It's solid to the bone, you feel me? But he was one of the ones too that just stayed on me. So he reached out that when I did the uh Zay did a project that when I came back out of my, out of the hole for a minute, came back out the car, I was like, all right, let's get to it. No doubt. Yeah. Now, behind a lot of the dopest artists in the world is a down ass white boy. In a, yeah. in a lot of situations. <laughs> True story. So, White Boy D, who's actually like in the background over there, mm -hmm. how did he find you? I mean, I know, like, you know, it was the Alley Boy connections or whatnot, but, like, how did he find you and what made you trust him? Because there's a lot of you know, times people view. It like, be slime ball. Yeah, they yeah. look at you like a free Outsiders, bank roll, you yeah. know, try to work in and get ghosts on you. Yeah. But, like I was saying, like, as soon as I came home, I came, I went to Fat Match spot because all the bros used to be over there. He, they were working with Alley at the time. So, when I came in, you know, I'm just vibing different folks out because it went. Nobody outside of the family who was in the house that was just too heavy. Nobody no nothing outside of Matt, uh, Matt White Boy D and another dude they working with, Grade A or whatnot. So as soon as I got to the studio, I just started recording all gate. I was doing different songs and home. Asked White Boy D when I say home, he was there. So when I come out the booth, we just started talking and chopping it up. Like I could just feel that I could just feel that he was a genuine dude, and it wasn't then that he was just trying to slime me out by like type things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really don't trust people like that. Like I'm real, like my fucked up in the worst amount of bro. Like yeah, it I'm happens, still, man. Oh yeah, I'm still trying to get better with it to the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm definitely at a different point from how I used to be. But you know, so I you know rocking with him. I was like, shit, let's do it. He didn't want to do no extra or uh, contract type things or none of that. You know what I'm saying? He we putting our door up, he was putting his door up. So I was like, shit. I was like, you really want us? Yeah, like for real, for real. He like my white brother. Down by so the like, Yeah, no, nah, it's solid dude, for real. So he he definitely a part of what helped me push me hard in the beginning. Now, maybe I've missed a few things, but I don't really hear the street Edgewood repped a lot. Period. And Edgewood is one of my favorite blocks yeah. in Atlanta. Like, yeah. you know, one of my best friends lives on Edgewood, a okay. dude by the name of Four Eyes. The activity that takes place on the street Edgewood, mm -hmm. there's a little bit of everything. You know, you got your bars, 
You got your pizza spot still open mm -hmm. like four o'clock in the morning. Oh, diff. Yeah, you got uh, some fancy ass restaurants too. And, and the gentrification thing is starting to happen. Yeah. And I think there's going to be a lot of people between point A and point B. They're going to get pushed down a block a little bit. Of course. It's just, it's just the you game. Know, you know how that go. What makes Edgewood special to you? I mean, but it, like I'm from like which when you speaking on like that Edgewood Avenue, and they get it popping around there. It's live, but it's 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 kind of a different culture from where I'm from. Like I'm from Edgewood, Edgewood. I'm from the hood, Edgewood. This right up Hosea William. Like like a, a lot of people don't know how, where uh, what zones is. Like zone when we were growing up, the zones is police precincts. So they put the police precincts in the middle of all the worst hoods, which usually consists of like four blocks. Like for Zone Six, for instance, Zone Six ain't nothing but Kirkwood, Edgewood, East Lake, and East Atlanta. Okay. It's in a it's in a four score it's in a square perimeter. That way, like if anything go down in on one of the hoods, they can get right there ASAP. Like as soon as something going down, they can pull straight on in. So that where the, that where the zones came from. So I'm from Edgewood, and then Kirkwood right up my block. That how me and dudes like Future them and Scooter them and all this. I already knew each other because we all went we went to the same schools from middle school on up. I went from Whitefoot to Corn Middle to what we used to call Murder High, Cream High School. You know what I mean? So like so it, it like it was thugging on my side. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a real struggle on my end. You know, but like as far as repping it, it, it wasn't nobody who came from outside like that who who could even be talking about it that could go hard. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely would need it. Like the hardest thing we done had coming out of there. Uh, well, at first it was Young Sean used to be a dude named Young Sean BG. Recipes to him, he ended up having a brawl or whatnot, and it had an aneurysm in the head and. You know what I'm saying? We lost him. So he was, he was the one who we used to be looking forward to just go crazy out of the hood. And then Allie was the back end. Of, he came home. So that's why I like when Allie was home, I ain't had no pride about no nothing. Like I was I was a hype man for my man for a minute. Cause I ain't take too serious about no nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just Everybody's behind dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just supporting my dog. And we were pushing them up through there. You feel me? But at the same time, all the OG, like, man, you really, you the one, like, you need to go in. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I just started taking, like, Ishka taking their advice and Ishka taking this here, like, all right, let me lock on in. And that when I started going crazy with it. So to the uninitiated, what zone is the zone that you're from? I'm from zone six. Zone six. Okay, yeah. you hear a lot of people repping zone yeah, six. Yeah, and a lot of them do not even from zone six. About no, they don't know nothing about zone six. They don't scroll around there a couple times. Probably had a grandma who stayed around in the hood, but <laughs> they not they not zone six. That's why I like, like, we be like, zone six ain't Decatur. I got a lot of Decatur homies. Like, the real one, they out there getting paper and everything. But like once you once you cross over Second Avenue, you are in Decatur. That's DeKalb County. So that makes you zone what at this point? You are no zone. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, like Keller Road and all that. You know what I'm saying? I got love for them guys, but there's no zone. You going straight to DeKalb County? Atlanta there. police cannot cross over past Dream Wing. You like you know about Dream Wing? No. Man, I need to slide you through that. That's the best ways of the city, man. What I ain't getting, I'm not getting no dollar for no promotion on them for <laughs> Dream Wing. Dream Wings, man. Okay, cool. Right well, across right, from Elite. Like, wing aficionado. I like man, them folk, I got like 30, uh, 30 different kind of wings, man. Yeah, all type of flavor. Yeah, powder ranch, them. Yeah, hot teriyaki, buffalo. Oh, wait, 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 slow down. Powder ranch? Yeah, powder ranch, man. Yeah. So it's like with the hot ranch teriyaki, powder buffalo. Yeah. Man, them folk having all type of different flavor, but I like the hot, hot, oh, hot with lemon pepper sprinkle on top of them guys. Him all flat me. That how I be thinking. You talking my language yeah, right now. Yeah. I'm a foodie by trade. Yeah, but but truth be told, like soon as like we are, we are Atlanta police. That's zone six, feel me? So as soon as you coming up Glenwood, 
You're going to have East Lake on your left-hand side across from the public. But the moment you get right past that, uh, the Dream Wings across the street that the shit go, is no longer zone city. Turn into the cab counter. Atlanta police can't even do nothing at that point. They usually ride straight up to the Dream Wing and then do a U-turn and then That's come it. back in the hood. Yeah. Got you. Now, so people who don't understand, like, you know, like the background and sometimes like the culture, which influences a lot of um, artists, you know, that do music. You know, gang culture is yeah. very prevalent Most in the city of Atlanta, more than some people realize. Most definitely. Now, from what I understand, you're affiliated with the Bloods, right? Most definitely. What pulled you in and what was the, uh, I guess, the event that happened in your life that made you feel like, okay, these are probably the guys I need to run with. I really and that's who I feel safe with. And it's so, it's so crazy. Like, it get deep with me on that end of things. Like, because, like, truth be told, like, anybody who ever grow with me or anything, like, who done been around me and... Seeing me in the turf and knowing how I've been rocking in the street, I've been blessed since I was 16. Like, it's been no different, nothing about no nothing. I ain't swapped no side like a lot of these rappers, like a lot of these popping rappers who be claiming that they don't been GD before, they were repping Crip. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then they turned blood because they were just popping to the strongest point for a minute when Wheezy came out with it. Everybody just wanted to be big banging, you feel me? But when I came in the game, like, I just ain't, I didn't have too much of a support system about no nothing, like, coming up, like, Mom's always been the strongest thing ever for me. Like, so that's why I rock with her so heavy to this day. Like, that's my heart. That's my baby right there. But other than that, like, we had we had a big family where we was loaded up, like, going back and forth from... I was actually born in Tummerville. I went from Tummerville to Sun Valley to Olympic Crossing to Mar Trail when I was younger. And then at the age of eight, we ran, we came to Edgewood, and I had been in Edgewood ever since, since I was legit until she got remarried. That when I went to East Lake, but I wasn't making no money over there. So I like, man, I need to get back out. My mom's a tell y'all left her when I was 17 years old. As soon as I turned 17, called my sister, like, man, I need to get back in the project. Like, can we get a spot together? So she opened up a spot, me and her went right back to Edgewood Court, and I started doing my thing from that point. But like, just coming, like, my pops, he was one of them in and out dudes, like, had to discredit him about no nothing or just be jostling on him, but he was always in and out. Like he, he liked the snacks. Like you know what I'm saying. So he'd come here like every every two weeks or every two and a half weeks or whatnot. So I really wasn't having no father figures like that or no or no man presence. Period. Like to even be showing me how to rock. Yeah. Like so. And like my big brother, he was always a fuck boy. So you know, I got an older brother. A lot of folks don't even know that. Like, but he's just a real duck. So I don't claim him about no nothing. And I always tell him stay away so it don't be no problems for him. I got a little brother. He was all he eight years younger than me. So when I came, when like when I came in the game, it was just always like the dudes who I ended up rocking with on the east side. It was just always love. Anytime I push on their block, like for how they were rocking, like they was always it was always one for another. You know what I'm saying? No soldier get left be behind like type shit. Too, right? Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Like the older head, head yeah, big Justin them and all that. So like when I come around them, they was like it was just always. It was strong love, like the present. It was just felt like so. When I come, like they'll be showing me the game, showing me different routes, so teaching me how I need to be moving. I, you know what I mean. So that one, I just easy. It was kind of easy for me to just fall into it, and I ain't never swapping nothing about no nothing. Cause I just felt like at the end of the day, uh, like what I'm on, I'ma stand on at the end of the day. Rather it wrong or it feel right, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's just trials in life, so I always just push through. But that always been me on my end. Now, no matter who you are, black, white, whatever, you always have people in your life that you. Don't necessarily, I wouldn't want to say disappoint, but you want to make proud and you know they're not always going to prove with your choices. Well so when your mother finds out about your gang affiliation or your grandmother uh, as well, like how do they take that? Like, man, my mom's so sad. She thought like the Delta. Like, even <laughs> she's sweetheart, but at the same time, she project. Yeah. She's tough. Yeah, so like she go hard. Like, she's going to tell you exactly how she feel about something. Like, the same way how when they were coming to me getting tattooed, me coming to you, like, 
one of my homeboy dad had done came home and yeah, I told him doing a tattoo. My first tattoo was staple, like I was behind the G Wall. I guess he was preparing me for it. I went to her like, man, let me. I want to get tattooed. She hell no, nah. went crazy on me. I was, when he got it in the way, came right upstairs and showed her though. Like check this out. She went crazy, slapped him across the top. Then as soon as she slapped me out. Snap my arm up like, let me see that dish. You hear me? <laughs> so, so, so she wanted them on like for everything that was going on. She was just like, at the end of the day, like how we'll be talking to this day. She was like, everything was just necessary for you. Like, and at the end of the day, I just wanted you to always just be your own man. So you had to find your way. She was like, so I respect it. But she'll always come in and tell me like, how she felt about something or what she didn't want me to do or what she did see for me. At the end of the day, all she really was scratching. Like when I was growing up, like, just get that, get your diploma for me. Like, just graduate. I ain't nobody when I tell you nobody like a lot of folks be like nobody but literally nobody in my family like not one person nobody ever graduated from high school or not one person you know high school so you know it would definitely want no college in there yeah. yeah but ain't nobody go through nothing you feel me so I, I stayed in there at the same time that I was doing what I was doing and so I was able to graduate if there was ever anything like when you look at your timeline of your life from the beginning to now mm. any situations where you went through a different door than the door you went down just to see if the results would be different? Definitely not. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't live with no regrets, bro. Like, I'm one of them people, like, I, I like to take things as they are, you know? Like, no matter if I understand what the message is right then and there, like, I want to be, I just deal with it later on, like, for however, however it's going to come. Like, I take mine on the head, you know? I don't like to put my weight on nobody else, nothing about no nothing, or be like, damn, I shouldn't have did this. Maybe I could have been all the way up, because who's to say? Like, that's just like when it come down to the rap. I was already having offers. Like, as soon as I came home, I could have been like, man, I should have took one of them deals, like one of them two million, one of them one million dollar deal, 1.5, could they go back to back. But I was like, nah, I'd rather just take the long haul and for it to be all the way right for what I see for myself. Yeah. Right, so I don't have no problem like going through it at all because I've been going through it my whole life. So whatever come along with a decision that I make that don't end up being right, life ain't over with. As long as the big guy wake me up every morning, I feel like you got another chance to make it right. You know, so I just keep pressing. So out of everything on the album, what do you feel like is the one joint that defines you overall? Like if there was one song that you could stand on, it's like Man. this is me. Oh, like I'm not even gonna cap to you, bro. All all my music is like my real life. Like it's my real, real life. Like I, that's when I that's where I, that's where I release it. Like when I'm in the studio, like I ain't want to do I don't do too much freestyling or just. Rapping in there, like, just for the fun of it or none of that. Like, when I get in there, like, my heart pull out, like, all my life stories. So it's it's not really just one song that just defined all the way out. One of my favorite songs to this day is the All Man record. Uh, and that ain't even, that was on the Schoolzilla. That ain't even on this tape. But, like, throughout this whole tape, I had fun with it. But it's definitely, like, I got different messages throughout there. I got songs for the snacks on there. I got songs about the struggle, of course, cause that's that's really where my strong, that's where my strong on lay at. Like when it comes to that struggle, I'ma get on that all day. But like my favorite record, probably on the uh, on the edge wood. Oh my goodness, it probably really is real for real for real. That's probably my favorite. Really? And then as far as like just jamming, like the one with the weekend that come through record. Now, when you work with the weekend, does he like come to Atlanta or like he mailed you the vocals in? Nah, nah, we actually did that in the studio together. For real? Yeah, like, like, in Atlanta yeah. or you went to Canada? Yeah. Nah, really? I, can, I definitely can't go to no Canada. I'm two times convicted. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. why do they treat Americans like we from oh, Iraq? No, like we're natives. Yeah. I'll tell you, they, they, set, they tried to set me up for the failure last time we tried to go through that. They told us, uh, I, 
We ain't gonna tell you no over the phone, but it's really gonna be on the officer description. Right, what that be? So, so uh, you get to the border, they can basically tell you, uh, you good, or they can look you up and be like, nah, detain them. Ah, right, what? Yeah. Detain them. Were you going for a show? I ain't going. Yeah, I was actually gonna go up there for the OVO with, uh, with my boy Drake. Yeah, so I was gonna try works. to get through that on that, but they was like, once they said somebody, it was a possibility of me being detained, I said, man, I'm not going back behind no G-Wall. Like, that. yeah, especially not for no nothing about no nothing, just because you see my record on, been through some trials on, been through it a little bit, and you be like, and you could just hold me out. Then it came to my mind with Infamous telling me one time about him having just, he got caught one time with a nickel bag of weed. He ain't never did nothing out here on the turf about no nothing, so you got detained by the nick. I said, they look up my file, see how they kidnapping all this, man. I'm gone. <laughs> they like, hide me on no. Yeah, I ain't got no time for it. And not to glorify crime. Yeah. But your rap sheet is impressive. It's it's, 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 it's <laughs> as impressive as the raps. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about a, a crime like kidnapping, is it kidnapping in the sense of O.J. Simpson, like where he walked into a room with a gun and said nobody could leave, or was uh, there like... One of the, one of the medicine got thrown in the trunk while he was tied up, and then while I tried to get at the other one. They can't do nothing about it. I did my time, so... That's right. Yeah. I know, ain't no double jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> for that one. <laughs> yeah, so... So that one over with. I actually, that was a shell situation, though. That was one of the points in my life where I probably, like, I don't live with no fears, bro. Like, everything gonna be how it gonna be. Like, whatever whatever I end up going through, I feel like it's destined. That was the big God. That the one the big God want me to walk. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I had a kidnapping on robbery, aggravated assault, pistol back of it, failing pistol during intended crime, home invasion on the same charges. Like, so that that was, that was what I went and did my uh, prison stint from. They ended up giving me some years, and I did two of it off of it. But they dropped the kidnapping and uh and everything else itself for the uh, aggravated assault for me pistol whipping the dude and uh and uh trespassing like being on their property they dropped the home invasion to the trespass so once they got down to single digits I go ahead and took my time running. So they stacked a lot of charges yeah. off of one event. Yeah, one event. One you event. Read it slowly. It sounds amazing. It was shell, bro. <laughs> but at the same time, it's so crazy. Like it, it kind of. It show you like you gotta you can't really can stray away from nothing too much, bro. You gotta walk it on that because that same that same event end up leading into the movie that we actually just did. You know what I'm saying? So like, is it like um, a re like a re, like a reenactment? Man, them folk actually got the same exact house that I went to go here lick it. Them folk was able to get the same exact house. They sent the picture to my phone one day. Like you remember this house? Oh, what the hell? Like, what y'all got Did going on? Did the people on? still live there? Nah, it's some, it's, some, it's some little Muslim dudes there right now who actually stay there. And the little kid, uh, like, they got a little teenager son. Mm -hmm. He, like, he one of my biggest fans. So it was, it was crazy. I'm chopping it up with him, and I'm like, boy, you don't even know what I was just doing in the house. <laughs> yeah, like, boy, your house used to be a brick house. Like, real, real. Like, you know how much paper these folk having in your house in here, man? Man. Yeah, but, but it was it's, crazy. It's crazy that God and the universe worked it out to where you're able to tell your story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I could look in your eyes and tell that, like, the things that you were doing before were the things. Like, those, these things had to happen yeah. to make you who you are now. About to be a father for the first time. For the first time. Are you nervous? Like, are you more nervous lie, about like, this than going to Rocker Stadium with 10,000 people? That, that, that's one of the things that don't make me nervous. Like, them... I love them moments. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm out there and just talking to the people, like and chopping it up on that stage. I love being up there, bro. Like because I just know there's so many people also at the same time who done actually been through it. Like I've been through it for real, for real. Like like when it comes to the rap game, like it's so fugazi. So that's why a lot of people don't even be having too much hope nothing about it. And 
and and dudes be kind of second guessing on getting in it because they see these little dudes who be popping and they be knowing they background like, man, you ain't that for real, man. Come on, y'all ain't no savages. You feel me? That the nigga be looking at that like, come on, bro, y'all some good guy. But you know what I'm saying? And ain't nothing wrong with that at the end of the day, but I don't just want them dudes. I feel like, it, like, be who you are, for real, for real. Like, stay stay true to you. So that's why I encourage a lot of dudes, even still to this day, like, bro, you ain't got to jump into the one that I was on because, like, cause, cause this is me. Like, do right. what I like, do what I had to go through. Like, don't 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 feel too prideful about having no nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Working at these bowling avenues or McDonald's or Kroger or whatever you got to do for a minute. Like, I had to hold down Kroger for, like, three to four months. When I was, like, 16, like, just coming up and just finding myself and thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, it'll be you, bro. But ain't, it's not too many dudes. Like when you just think about it and you listen to them and you look at the game, like that really just kind of motivating dudes on anything, on on any type of level. All everybody talking about is flexing, stunning, on on hold and and killing. Like they just done that. Like they just got a a hundred body record. Like your body count just on a hundred. No one ain't want to squash a fly. You feel me? But at the same time, they just be doing that just because they feel like it, it's going to be a quick way to get a bag, not understanding that they a voice that count for things. You know what I'm saying? That people are listening. So a lot of times, like, they be worshiping in the community. They worshiping in the hood because niggas feel like, youngers feel like when they listening to them and if they popping, like, oh, that's what's going on. That's what I'm going to have to do to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get out here. And that's why you see so many dudes to the day crashing all the way on out. You feel me? Yeah, there's a lot of people who are raised by the music. Yeah. They can't tell the difference between the guys who are really out there living it and the guys who are, you know, great storytellers exactly. and they're just artistic and creative. Uh, like, uh, you know, uh, touching on a point we was touching on earlier, uh, you talk about like how people like, you know, claim one affiliation, mm. then kind of switch sides mm -hmm. and then join, you know, or, or start repping something else. Yeah. How is it viewed within the culture? People it, who are really, you know, Bloods, Crips, Gangs of Disciples, it, whatever, they, they know who's who, right? Yeah, most definitely. Like, for, for, for us, like, dudes who are like me out here, like, we know exactly what's going on with these guys. Like, especially, like, these guys who even popping them. Like, so a lot of times, that's why they even be trying to be my bestie. You know what I mean? Because they don't want me to call them out about no nothing. They don't want me to get back to little trouble on my question mode. You know what I mean? So they, they just keep it cool on ice. Like, nah, I'm going to keep this over here so I don't end up having no problem. They're going to expose me about things. But if all within the cultures and in the hood, like, you have one side dude like who know exactly what popping and just leave it at that. Like, man, that shit nigga just be like, man, that just rap. Leave it alone. But then you have, at the same time, you have a dude who just, you got to think about it, like a younger who's 17, uh, 18 growing in right now, like, he went around in them time about no nothing. Mm -hmm. So all these, all well, like you, you usually believe what you see. So what you seeing the most of, you thinking it factual. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they feel like, all right, shit, this what going on. That's how I need to move. And they get confused. Like, that's why they, they get to swapping so many sides and being here, being with this clip, being with this clip, being with this game, being with this game, because they really just reaching, just trying to make a book, because that's all they see these. What percentage of the game you say right now is probably getting extorted? Cause there's some people you can tell <laughs> don't really come from this. <laughs> nah, who don't really come from this bruh, thing. Bruh, oh, just factual fact. Like I know you exactly. Don't drop what, names. Nah, but. yeah, I ain't gonna bomb. You know what I mean? Let them do what they doing. And at the same time, like I be, I be, I be hurting one of the homies, one of the big homies bad. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't. I've I, I been, I've been off of that one. Like I ain't gonna spoil these guys. Let them do whatever they doing real quick, and they making a lot of real ones, some money. You know what I'm saying? Cause they be dropping their bags off. Mm. But in the game, probably, probably ninety five percent fool, bro. Man, they're probably 95% fool. Yeah, because, you know, there's certain things you see, like, you know, like, hey, you're an R&B singer. Why you, Why all of a sudden this is you? And, like, into the untrained eye, you you imagine these people want to be safe? 95% fool. Because saying to, like, dude, I don't seen it, bro. Like, I chop it up with them, too. Like, they know I'm one of the ones at the end of the day. Like, I see some shell, bro, or fool gays. I'm going to holler at you about it. 
I might not put you on blab like right around everybody, but I want the guy pull you to the side. Like, man, what are you doing, bro? Like, that's like one of the little singles, like who from the city right now. Like, I used, I used to have to stay having so many conversations with him. Like, bro, like you going so crazy when you were just singing, like, and getting at the snacks and all that. Like, because that's that's actually you. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, you supposed to stay in and out when you start trying to be a crip. You know what I mean? Talking all this gang banging, all this shooting talk, bro. You ain't never shot nobody. Like, you don't know that feeling. Like, you don't know what it feel like to have a dude pulling up in your whip and who gonna be dumping in your shit. Like, you don't know what it's like. You don't know got now how you gotta be up at more, how just because you wig and out figuring, wondering if somebody gonna pull up on them. You know what I'm saying? Yellow on beyond you. You feel me? Like, they don't know that you feeling, bro. If I had to be out here for real, for real, like, waking up and trying to make these flips all these bad. They don't know, they don't know nothing about none of this. So, that, but they just see that. If this what you exploit in the music, that the money gonna come. So everybody just so money motivated versus just truly being themselves about shit, bro, and not understanding how much that means even more because you have folk once your voice is out here, you have folks who gonna follow you. Like, you know what I'm saying? They 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 looking for they looking for different guidance, the same way how I needed guidance when I was out here. I'm just blessed to I ended up having some real ones around me versus some fool and thinking that really just showed me how to move. Yeah. Nah, nah, good guidance goes a long way, man. Yeah, most definitely. And everybody needed it at some point. You know what I'm saying? You got two records out right now that are killing rich right now. Uh, Bring It Back. Bring It Back with my boy Drake. Really the Drizzy Drake connection, man. Like, I mean, like that's like a great cosign. Like, yeah. I mean, anybody who gets a Drake cosign, all of a sudden they stock just go through the roof. And that's just so crazy. Like, that wasn't even planned, bro. So like, did he reach out to you or did you just get a record back? He ended up, bro. I'm going to tell you exactly how that, like, that. a lot of folks don't even know. Like, I don't be talking about it or nothing, but... I'm actually was in Hawaii at the time, bro. I'm in Hawaii. I got my girl out here. Took her out there for a minute. Well, my girl who was my girl at the time. Mm-hmm. Right now, I ain't got no girl. I just got the kid on the way. But yeah, With the Hawaiian but, girl? yeah. Nah, the girl from Hawaii. Nah, nah. Like, she's a oh, she's a she a country girl. So bullshit. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's be but that's be them though. But I'm actually in Hawaii, bro. Like. So Mike actually calling the hell out my phone, but I ain't got my phone at the time I get up there. I see how he had done hit me about 14 times. So I called him, I'm like, what the hell going on, bro? He like, man, you, why you on your phone? Like, man, what popping, bro? You been blowing me on my hand wide. He told me, man, the boy Driz, Driz actually ended up coming down to the A while I was gone. So Mike was like, he ended up linking with him, and he was like, bro, what you, what you, what you working on or whatnot? He was like, like what's, and what's going on with Trub? Like, he was like, Trub still going crazy? What he been doing? He was like, bro, he was like, I tell you, nigga, bro, we actually got them doing the tape right now. Cause I had them brought it to mic attention. I'm like, let's just do the whole thing together. Like, all of your track. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's flood like, like that. Since you the one who actually even backing me and you with me, like, we ain't got to go out the bar, let rock. So he was like, I played him. He was like, I started playing on the music, bro. He asked about you. I started playing on the music. So he was like, he, he actually picked the song that he on. Like, that wasn't no one that I'm end up talking to him. I'm like, hey, get on this. Because that wasn't even one of my favorite songs. That one of my least favorite songs. Like, for the tape, because the tape just so strong, it's so powerful to me. Like, that that wasn't even the one. But he ended up choosing this song. But he asked Mike, he was like, bro, call him. He was like, like make sure it's good. Like, I guess he didn't want to have no bad blood or no nothing like that. He was like, bro, like, make sure you cool with it first or whatnot so he, Mike can get in touch with me. I was like, so what you end up doing? He yeah, he I told him you said it was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, see, you better? Yeah, but I wouldn't even turn that back, though. Now you here crazy. They're the biggest of the biggest. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I was like, let me get it lined, though. I was like, let me holler at him, though. Like, even after the fact, you know, I wasn't just going to leave it there. I, I want to holler at you, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, let me get it lined, call him. So he ended up calling him, and we chopped it up. Like, he just ended up being a real, like, little genuine little dude. Like, he just, he kick it like himself. Mm-hmm. So the same way, like, how when it came down to the video time, he was actually finna get ready to go on tour. So 
he always stayed in tune with me every from that moment from from when he did the song. Like he'll just take me here and there. You know what I'm saying? I might hit that line. He just hit my phone. He like, bro, I'm finna start the tour. Like in a uh, in a couple weeks, he was like, let's knock the video out. Like you wanna knock the video out? Oh, damn right. Yeah. Man, but let's get it. Where I, I need to come to? You was probably thinking in your head, hmm, how am I going to try to ask him to do the video? But I wasn't even, truth be told, bro, I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah, Because the same unknown, way, like, right? I wasn't even thinking about the song. You know what I'm saying? So that it just ended up happening out the wig. You know what I'm saying? That was the big God blessing. And, and sure, it just ended up being, it's dope that Shorty sure even knew about me. You feel me? Like, that was hard to me. Like, I'm like, damn, because I know you got you got a thousand things going on. You know what I'm saying? And you at the top of the totem pole. So, like, ain't like you. You know, you necessarily need nobody out here about no nothing like when it comes to the music. So for you to already be up on my music, I just felt like that was dope. That's why I wanted to chop it with him. So then he like, let's come out there to LA, man. Let's get it. So I so I ended up coming out there to LA. He devoted the whole the whole day for me. You feel me? If his assistant right there on that coattail like a glue stick, you hear me? She right there like, hey man, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. He like, nah, bro, like until I'm finna with Trill, like till he own did everything that home want me to do out here. I ain't going nowhere about no nothing. Devoted the whole night. We ain't, we ain't end up leaving. What time probably was, D? Man, we left by four in the morning. Got it done, though. Yeah, yeah, and, got and, it all the way done. The dope thing about that, like, you know, Drake has his pulse on what's cracking so heavy. If 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 he rocking with you like that, you going to blow. Because he's a student of the game. Yeah, true and, enough. And some people just jump on waves that they see are about to happen. but mm -hmm. And it, there's a little bit of that involved, too. But yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for him to know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I know that gotta make you feel good. Yeah, that's what I said. That was, it, was, it was actually dope, bro. And then, like, it was the same kind of way, like, with the weekend. Like, bro, truth be told, like, I did tell you, I ain't, I didn't know nothing about weekend when I met Shorty. Like, cause I actually been knowing home for a minute. Mm -hmm. you know what, what year they probably were, bro? 2012. Like, he was already popping, but he wasn't way yet right now, cool, but he was already popping. Like, he was bracking. So they, them folks actually end up calling down here. I, I get, do you know one of they, one of they people, he cool with, one of they people in they in they team, you feel me? So they end up calling and just end up asking about me. I'm like, they're like, shit, what true? Like, we wanna link with true when we get down there, we're not ooh. So D running across to me, he was like, weekend the one. I was like, who the hell is the weekend? You feel? I'm like, what you mean? What we what, what we doing the weekend? I ain't doing nothing the weekend. You feel? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know about no that. So they end up having to show up at the center stage or whatnot. So I'm like, shit, look cool. I think he broke it down to me, he was like, sure, they're gonna crave with the music and all that. I'm like, all right, bet. So we pull up at the center center stage. So when I get that back there through the back, he drinking Hennessy back there looking like me. I was like, man, I thought this was a singing dude. Yeah, I ain't expecting him to be in here like that. I don't think they finna be one of them shirt out niggas. Yeah. yeah, trying to show their muscles and all that. Yeah, I was like, I was like ain't never finna be closer to it. Like, but that, that, one of the, that one of the most like genuine, just regular dude that I don't met in the in the uh, in the rap game, bro. In the industry, a single. With weekend, you don't yeah. really know what he's like. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. In my head, I see a dude wearing skinny pants. But then when you think about it too, though, like if you listen, to, actually listen to his music, mm. they like me and Thug back there with him one time back in the stage. He like he seen him going crazy, like with looking all this or whatever, like doing whatever he doing back there. So he like, man, he like, I ain't know you go crazy like that. I was like, bro, you got to listen to him. He talk about popping pills and all this yeah. all day in this song, you feel me? Like, this actually, I shout her a rocking, you feel me? Wow. So we we got a connection, actually, from that type of shit. Like, sooner we had no link, so we, I just kept the relationship cordial. Like, I don't ever be on the tilt, like, 
folk always be like, man, you know all these folk got them to get them to do this, get them to do that ass shit. I be, bro, you know how many folk would be blowing, looking, lying, this shit, especially like when you popping, ask for favor, he'll favor the ass shit. Like, I don't ever want to be that guy. Like, the way you start dodging my call just because you expecting me to ask for something yeah. soon as you see my name calling. Like, hell no, nah, I just rather keep it just genuine. Like, whenever it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Whatever destiny is going to, you know what I mean? It's yeah, going to be. Your blessings are yours. And, and, yeah. and God has aligned you with the people they aligned yeah. you with for a reason. You know what like saying? after all these years, you know what I'm saying? We just we just did the song. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, just last year, after all these rockin' been rockin' since 2012, it just happened organically, you feel yeah. me? You, and I, are you a boxing guy? Boxing. Yeah, I, you watch boxing at all? I don't really watch too much boxing. I love to box though. Like That's what's up. Yeah, I came up fighting. I got a history back in the A with this. Not Golden Gloves, but just like fighting. No, I'm like Ip Man. <laughs> yeah. Google it, man. There's a scene. Yeah. Yo, I, there used to be a dude who used to sell DVDs in the mall. Mm. And if you know the scene I'm talking about, It Man 1, okay. where he just giving it to all them dudes in the karate Yeah, school. about 10 on. Yeah. yeah, all right. Blitzing them folks. You hear me? I had Snapping to buy two them left and right. Yeah. That, so. I did that in Deja Vu one night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> room, room service a few nights. Yeah, I got a history right with, with that. Me. But yeah. uh, there's a boxer by the name of Ike Iyabuchi. Uh, okay. He was about to be the guy. Yeah. But prison sidelined him. I think he's still in prison right now. Mm. I noticed some heavy things hanging over your head right now. Modif. Are you optimistic? Do you do you how do you think everything's gonna pan out? I think I mean everything's smooth so far. Like I'm like I know what I got to do and what I can't do out here at the end of the day. They're like for instance, like I love weed. I love smoking weed, yeah. But I know at the end of the day it ain't I got a kid on the way. I got my whole career ahead of me. I'm saying my moms, my sister, my nieces, my grandma, all them folk literally depend on me. You know, folk always be like, man, I gotta do this, I gotta do this for my folk, but they don't even, they don't even been on top of their folk. Their granny can't tell you the last time they talked to them or they called to check on them, nothing about nothing. You know what I'm saying? This is this is my day for day life. Feel me? So at the end of the day, I just look at it like it's not worth it. Like, so I, I sidelined that, like, I ain't smoked since I've been out, period. Like, I ain't doing nothing that's going to put feel? me in jeopardy Detoxing. of going behind G-Wall. I mean, I'm, I feel like me. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, you, I, I never succumbed myself to allow that to make the best of me type like, 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 I need the pills. I need no weed. I need the look of none of that. Like, nah, I am who I am at the end of the day. You feel me? Like, it's it's just not worth it because I know at the end of the day, as soon as I get to blowing it down the trees or just trying to look like this to look or just because this is what I want to do for the moment and I end up having to take one of them piss tests on a Monday morning and I'm right behind that counter wall. And at the end of the day, when you, once you're doing that one, it's on the probation officer discrepancy as far from when you want to get out. The judge them ain't even got nothing to do with that. So they can sit your head down from three months to six months to a year. And I don't got no time for that one about no name. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'd be cheating myself out of the game. I'd be, I wouldn't just be failing myself. I'd be failing my people, bro. So I don't, I don't, I'm not allowing it. Nothing at a time. Nothing that's going to push me backwards. Like, nobody. Like, what's the most outlandish thing you bought for yourself and somebody around you, like your mom or your grandmother, since you've been out? They don't, just truth be told, bro, they don't ask for what? Probably the high thing uh, I'm paying on a monthly basis is all um, health insurance. It's important. Yeah, it's important it's at all, important. but I'm just saying, it's high. You can get all types of pills in the hood, but it's hard yeah. to get, like, Heart medicine. It's crazy to me. That like with my, like with my granny, like when I sit on there, oh man, I said something like, oh, granny calling for the perk. There's no lie about it hurt. 
I guess the system just ain't showing no love. I got her a pack out the street, though. Yeah, that my real life because she don't win and I told her, like, you can't go in there asking them folk for no specific pill. My nephew brought me the one with the 8333 on there. <laughs> ain't I been to give you this? He's granted you tripping. <laughs> oh, they straight bucked on her, but she actually need them too bad. You feel me? So I still be taking, I get her lows off the street and be taking them to granted lot. The project's called Edgewood. Yeah. The movie, when you think we're going to see it? Movie should be ready, like for real, for real, for this summer. Like I got so much work loaded up. It was really just the, just the peak of everything, for real, for real. Like I'm finna, I'm finna blitz these folk full prayer. I'm just hoping don't nobody get in my way about no nothing. I already got like three, four projects I already stashed in the hole. You know what I'm saying this movie, this movie is ready. Um, I'm also and my boy Zay told me he he dropping another movie this year too. That Birds of a Feather too. So I mean, I mean also in that movie, I got I got some strong scenes in that one of the main parts. So. And hopefully it'll be a lot of more movies that can come about things. Like, I love doing that one because it just come off naturally for me, like, especially when they allow me to play as I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's, that's kind of important when you can do you. Yeah. Have you ever thought about playing somebody that wasn't you? I'm playing somebody that ain't me in the, uh, in the, in the Zay movie. Oh, like, really? on certain parts, it turned into me because it get gangster. But <laughs> other than that, like, they got me, like, I'm, I, I'm the dude that made the beats trying to make it. You feel me? But I kind of, I could, I could adapt to it a little bit just because I don't, I don't see different producers struggling. I know how it be going on their end, and I took it from when regular guys approach me who make beats and all that. You know what I'm saying? And I be seeing how they move and I see how they interact with with this shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, shit, okay. So when it was time for me to do it, I just kind of relayed off of that, off of those motions, and then put it into the move. Like I do anything for real, for real besides, besides being a street punk. Like I couldn't play no street punk, bro. Yeah, just, everybody gotta have their limit. Yeah, but it's yeah. crazy how your life sometimes could be like Slumdog Millionaire, where you just watch things happen, yeah. never knowing when you're gonna need to access this information True later so. on in life. Like all that time you spent watching all these producers work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it was, so that was that was a dope experience for and me, bro. All them times you spent it manning people in the street. Yeah, all that. To, all that. Yeah, yeah, then I could play it right on in the move when it came down See, to it. Yeah. You could be you could yeah. be Creed's opponent in Creed 3. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You feel me? Like, all oh, that, I'd be the perfect guy. You hear me? <laughs> Get me up in the already got some good credit on me. You hear me? I know, how to duck and, I know how to duck and duck, throw that left and that right up on the... You hear me? I'm perfect. They need to come holler at me. You heard, man. See? Hollywood, <laughs> good. So, cool, man. We gonna fly through yeah. these last few questions real quick. Man, what's the last job you had or got fired from? I ain't never had nothing but one job. Do you join at uh, Kroger's, you said? Yeah, I was like 16. Word. Was you bagging or was you... Bagging grocery. That's what's I probably was there for like level. three months. Uh, I, that was when I first caught my like my first charge. My first charge was a pistol charge. All my charges ain't nothing but violent charge. Besides the oh, the lad trafficking charge, I had nothing just caught. That was my first time ever getting caught with any of that. But you didn't work at the mur Murder Kroger, did you? Oh no, nah, on Moreland Avenue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one of more okay, cool. Yeah. cool, cool. Oh, actually, banned from another. How you get banned from Kroger? I ended up going up trying to uh, like one on a late night. Me and my young and them, we were just on some ret on the retard away, so we ended up going. In, uh, it probably about two in the morning, and then you know put them clothes in, went back there and raped they whole stash out. That was my play. But then them folk, them folk was so like I had done got in with them folk so good, where my relationship was still bull. Like they just knew like I was a bull dude. So instead of putting the folks on, they asked the call, they asked the call dude, and told dude them like. If he just bring in, bring all that money back in, bring everything back in, like we ain't gonna put them votes on the way. He don't, like, we gotta send them all through the. So when she first called me with it, I was like, it's a setup. <laughs> I'm not going up there. You hear crazy, man. Like, hell no. But I end up, at the end of the day, I ended up pulling up on Duke, and we went up there, gave them folks all the money. I got all the money back from all my young, because two of my young and with me. Got all the money back, which I hated. 
Yeah, like man, I'm on my dick at the time. So you were getting the, you was getting the stuff from Kroger, selling it. Nah, not no goods. I went oh, in there and got all the money. Really? Yeah. You were hitting the registers. I hit all of them. Like I went through the back, like cause you know I had the codes because I was just working there. Okay. So I, I put all the code. I put my codes in through the back and got all the money up out of there. But they ended up catching me on the on the camera or whatnot. So I took that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we're applauding this crime, but that's that's. Brave yeah, and bold for 16 years old. Yeah, but I, I ended up taking that back up there. So they were like, at the end of the day, we ain't going to put them folks on you. We just banned you from Kroger. I was just stealing lunch meat and batteries. I, mean, that was... <laughs> I wanted that cash, man. We had Walkmans yeah. at the time. And I used to have a long commute to school. So I need to make sure my joints was powered up. So yeah. like, I would go to Albertsons at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And I would just hit them. Because they would be light yeah. after midnight. You yeah. got a person working the register. Maybe somebody sweep in and maybe one more person for good measure. Man, I'm killing, I'm getting all the car button junior lunch meat because it was sliced yeah. in, throwing it inside the like, line of my jacket. Yeah, batteries. All that. <laughs> He's talking about you're a good battery. Getting to the, yeah, the I, I, wanted, I always wanted that paper. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure? What are you into? Snacks. Everybody loves the snacks. Man. Snacks, man. Not like not like your Jolly Ranchers oh, and your no, Gummy Bear, but yeah. By the second time you said it, I feel man, like I'm so sure. Yeah, like snacks, I instantly yeah. know what time it was. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to shake that. Yeah. It's good luck. It's hard. And you're about to be in such a different level. It's hard. It, man, you and I ain't gonna cap, bro. I, I, I started early too, so like I've been heavy out here with it, so they ain't even got it. Like, I didn't, I ain't like a lot of these dudes, like, they ain't they weren't having no snacks, no girls, none of that for the muse. Like, them, like, we need blame hell for real. <laughs> yeah, they really couldn't go nowhere, none of that. They couldn't go nowhere with nobody hollering at them. I just been going nuts, AWOL with it, feel me? So that just being in the light, once I got in the light, like, it just, it was extra with it, you feel me? I got a couple folks on my radar. Well, other than that, you know what I mean? I'm trying to slow back off of them and just get ready for little man. Got you. Take hip hop out the equation. You're not rapping. What are you doing? Robbing. Nah, Juve. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, for real. I, just, I, I guess I'd be. I probably would just be scribing, like trying to do some acting, like for real, for real. Like, but until that would ever reach the world, it could potentially pop off or something for me. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I, I'd still be in the street. Yeah, flipping some bad. Was there ever a situation where you felt like, damn, either A, I'm about to die, or this is it? Two men on. <laughs> Two men on, bro. Like, I ain't, like, truth be told, my, like, my life been full of war. Like, I done survived so many so many wars in the street, bro, and so many different shootouts. Like, I don't, like, this across my face. Like, this, this ain't one of them soldier boy, like, trying to get no slash across my eyebrow for a swag type shit. That was a bullet. Wait, grazed your, your I eyebrow? Still, I still got one of my wrists right now that got my own kind of deformed, you see it? I see like they had a little, little nick on the, on the tattoo, yeah. This is this is actually where the bone popped the bone. out of, the bullet actually still right in here. I got hit with a 40, it hit so hard, it broke the whole bone in and lodged in right here, and then knocked the first half of my bone out of here, so that'll never be back regular. What popped that altercation off? I had some, I had something going on, some dudes in the street, and then actually end up pulling up on me at a red light. So they pull up on me at a red light and they actually end up just being like an all out blaze, like wild, wild wish. And like, if, if it was in a circle, bullets were coming from my side, from their side, just everywhere. And actually end up, I was wearing glasses at the time before I got my laser surgery card. I ended up having eye surgery. I was going too blind, like I couldn't see nothing. Hmm. And it's a blessing that I end up actually being like, I hate glasses. I can't wear glasses like that. So I was like, man, let me get these glasses first. I want comfortable with getting the laser surgery. So I was wearing the glasses and that actually kind of saved me from getting top. 
But when I got the glasses and I'm, they shooting at me, I'm shooting back. One of them actually hit the top of my glasses. And being the fact that that was on there, that's what made it dent off and veer off. And it slashed, it grazed into my eye instead of going straight in. I had to get 16 stitches. The eyebrow part looks cool now. It, it, looks like, <laughs> it looks like you did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you're here telling your story for a reason. Yeah. I, I want people to go out, pick up your project. If, if you're seeing this after the album dropped, if you're hearing this after the album dropped, support my brother right here. He go by the name of Trouble. Yeah, appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, years from now, your name will be Peace and Harmony. You know, they, so. call, they call me Scoob, too. They like the player mode. Like they're, just like, they're just like them saying, beat out. So, okay. like, Scoob, it's K-O-O-B. Okay. Like, versus just being like, because trouble in me at the end of the day, but a lot of times I'd be like, man, I don't trying to, I'm not trying to talk no more up on myself. It's like, I'm three grown, like, and I'm not near the same. Like, I get down, I get busy, of course, but at the same time, I'm not the same young and I was. I'm not a little trouble no more. Like, just all the way out, just, like, savagely doing whatever, any and everything. Like, I, I think more about my mood because it's more at stake at the time. Like, as I've been growing, so I pay more attention to life. Like, so... I'm troubled, but at the same time, it just really only when necessary in these days. Like, not just all out truck, you feel me? So, a lot, I, I be telling people, like, just call me school, bro. Like, that where the snacks, like, snacks even come from. A lot of folks don't even know where snacks came shit. from. Yeah, like, I started I start saying that when I came home from Chain Gang. Like, cause when I was working, like, when I was in prison, like, the girls or whatnot who used to be bringing me everything, like, when dudes would be walking past, ill hustling, instead of, like, when I'm chopping it up with my homies and shit, when I'm chopping up with my dog, mm -hmm. instead of me saying her name, I just be like, you know the little snack out there, she gonna have them microphone ready like first thing, you know what I mean? Just be by your post and you know what I mean? You gonna pull up. So we wouldn't know what I was talking about. They might think I'm talking about dropping some noodles off, right. off at they bump, you know what I mean? But I'm actually talking about the guard dropping the weed for them, you feel me? So then like the snacks came out, once I came home, I was, I was calling all the girls snacks. You know what I mean? And I, I was school, I was always school, so it was like Scooby Snacks. You feel like like school snacks, but then I guess it just end up going AWOL. They don't even know where it came from. Well, we gonna we gonna throw that to the air one time, man. Big shout out to Scoob. Yeah. Long live trouble. Yeah, you did. Pick up Edgewood. Yeah. See the movie when it dropped. Yeah, Edgewood this Friday, man. Yeah, it I mean? is, I'm man. One ready. time for the homie Trouble. People wanna yeah. follow you, where do they go? Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Follow me on Instagram, you know, Twitter, all of the same at Trouble D T E six. The number six. That's Trouble D T E six, man. Make sure you follow suit. You wanna catch up on my videos and all that, it's youtube.com backslash uh trouble vivo trouble vivo youtube.com backslash trouble vivo and you can catch up on all the music whatever your favorite site is live mistake everything on itunes that's on apple music you know, i advise if you want to hear something that you're going to relate to us you know they're going to talk there every moment any moment that you've been going through in your life rather it's an up down the struggle or however you living bro you feel me you're going to catch on to it so get on up with my music there it is, man. Some snacks just entered the building. Yeah. We about you. One <laughs> so time, love, Most definitely. <laughs> so love. No doubt. Big shout out to Trouble, man. If you weren't a fan of this brother prior to this interview, hopefully we converted you and made you a believer, all right? Y'all have a great week, and I promise to come back around the block sooner for the next lap, all right? It's your man, Head Crack After Hours. Ghost. <laughs>